You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the Quad Pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. Oh my, happy 2020, fellas. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Woodworth, joined by Mike DeWald. Hello. Frank Summerall. Howdy. And Luke Straub. What's up, everybody? Congratulations, guys. We made it into a new decade. I thought for sure we were dead. Uh, I thought for sure we were, we were dead in the water there. All right. Uh, quick, because I didn't do this enough last uh, last um, last episode, you can listen to our other side projects after you listen to this podcast. Mine's the Cohort Sports Report. Uh, Mike has Rock and Vino. Are you still going to be doing your podcast in the offseason, Luke? Yeah. We're going taking deep? a Going Deeper Raiders podcast. Stay, tu- stay tuned for a refresh, a rebrand. They have to take uh, the postseason off because the Raiders are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to reflect the franchise's move to uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> Bright City Lights, so be prepared for that. Dude, that, that new stadium is looking like the Death Star. It's like something out of Star Wars. It's ridiculous. Well, maybe not the Death Star, but something like, you know, like, oh, I wouldn't want to go uh, there. Spoiler alert, we, we were thinking about doing a Death, uh, Death Star uh, theme on the podcast. No way. Not doing that. No. But there will be a change. But, uh, so stay tuned. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate no problem. It. And then, Frank, what's your latest endeavor that you're going <clears throat> with on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a whole new side project. I started this week three and a half hours long on Wednesdays. It's talking about the worst invention ever made. I'm talking about wind chimes. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. I hate wind chimes. Dude, hate, dude, 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 dude hates wind chimes. For three and a half hours, I'm going to tell you why wind chimes are stupid. No guests. No guests. No music. Soliloquy. Nothing. Do we get a, a history lesson on the, on you the can where, have, There will be a history where lesson. Where the first wind chime was created? Uh, absolutely. Just I, I think that's right there. I mean, maybe you could argue WMDs as the worst inventions ever. I think wind chimes <laughs> takes the cake. What's WMDs? Weapons of mass destruction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. That's, it must be close. Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> what's up? Frank, I want a comprehensive podcast. This is going to be comp- – I want, I want yes. both sides of the issue. This is hot button stuff. Um, what's the name of it? What's the working title? Wind chimes are bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. Nice. Nice. All right. Okay, fellas. Uh, yeah, 2020, and I know we're 10 days e- – Ten, well, 10 days deep into the new year. So the question True. is, uh, we all probably made resolutions because we're all human and we fall sucker to that and we lie to ourselves and we say that we're going to change. My question is, what did you guys, what was one resolution that you kind of picked out and we're 10 days in, have you have you stuck with it? Luke, I'll start with you. I did not do one single resolution. Awesome. I, I got, <laughs> but I did, I did resolve to get back to my normal routine as in grinding. Got to get back to grinding. Those holidays, they'll, they'll get you off the grind. So... That's really was my own resolution, and I'm, I'm doing halfway. I'm halfway back. Would you call yourself a gruden grinder? I would only uh, if I could be so lucky to be called that. Then I mean, I'll call myself that. But if I mean, that's that's I'm biased. So, but Frank, yeah, it's, it's been it's been a good 2020 so far, man. Ten days in, don't don't ruin it for yourself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frankie, what you got going? Uh, so, uh, it was pretty simple. Besides the new podcast, uh, new podcast. We'll see if that works. We'll see if I stick with it. Um, to create and be active on Twitter. Uh, that was oh. a 2020 resolution. Oh. So I have to stay what active know, on baby. it. Yeah, there you go. So I did it. Oh, I, oh. I'm on Twitter. Ooh. FM Summerall. FM um, Summerall. We're fantastic. following you right now. Except for Mike because he doesn't care. Just, is that just, for all your wind chime information? That is wind chime <laughs> and sports. <laughs> okay. So a lot of random sports tweets. I might get really into the Oscars as February rolls around. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that was my resolution. And you know, sometimes you just fall out of it and you stop tweeting. And you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta compete with the big boys. So I'm not seeing it pop up here. <laughs> well, F M S U M R A L L, S U M R A L L F M. 
Ah. Oh, FM. you went Summerall FM. No, I didn't. Do I not know my own Twitter handle? You, no, because I'm searching it right now. I'm actively searching it, and I'm getting nothing. Same here. Nothing. I'm going to find it. Please <laughs> check your Twitter handle, all right? Thank you very much. Mike, what's your New Year's resolution that you're sort of trying to stick with here? I was going to eat better, but oh. I had a big bag of McDonald's today, so that's yeah. going great. Undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> nice. I'll tell you right Did you at least get the chicken? No. Oh, bro. No. no. And he had Taco Bell yesterday, too. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I found Frank, by the way. He's at it's Frank. Frank M. He's at Frank I M. Forgot. I, I was yeah. able to get How my phone. Do you forget your own? Because I changed it. Because I didn't like FM Summerall. Like, even though I thought it was kind of funny. Even, at t- first. even though it's got a radio contest. Yeah, I thought it was funny at first. And then so I changed it. Frank M. Ooh, look at that professional headshot. Bay Area, sports, Bay Area sports journalist is giving yourself a lot of credit there. Do, do you know who uh, who took that photo? Is it in-house? It's, it's Duncan. Oh, okay. Duncan in-house. Shouts out to Sir Duncan. Duncan Garrett Photography. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan picks a lot, so there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my resolution was to stay away from fast food. The mm-hmm. only exception being In-N-Out because, because there's nothing fast about In-N-Out. The only thing that's fast about In-N-Out is how fast that line builds up after you walk in, all right? Because it's the only place I know where you can sit in line at the drive-thru for 20 minutes and feel like you still have another 30 to go. Like, as you get progressively <laughs> closer to the window to pay, you still feel like, like, how do these cars arrive out of anywhere? So, no T-Belt, no Jack in the Box, no Burger King, no McDonald's, whatever, all that good stuff. Uh, it's Jack, I mean, um, In-N-Out is the only exception there for me and then I was ready to, to, to bite off more than I could chew, no pun intended, and say uh, no no pizza either. But that was like, no, 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 no. no. We're not trying to really hurt ourselves don't here. Do that, so. don't do that. Has the yeah. amount of In-N-Out Burger increased with the... Uh, I've only the- gone once. I only went once, and I got three double-doubles when I did. So <laughs> that's, you know... <laughs> I, was, I was really hungry, and I made the most of my time that I, that I had there, you know? So nice. that's, that's what I was doing. Yeah. So good luck on your resolutions. Here's hoping that you can make them last. Your resolution is just to eat in and out. I like it. No, it's to, it's yeah. to stay away from fast food. The toughest part of that is when you go out drinking on the weekends. My, you know, humble. Okay, this is a plug, podcast plug on the Cohort Sports Report. My co-host, Brendan Flanagan there, he even called me out on it. He goes, that's going to be tough for you because you are notorious for getting drunk and going to Taco Bell. And I was like, I know. Trust me. All right. <laughs> Beach season never sleeps. So we're trying to get a jump start on this. More fruit smoothies in the afternoon and less late night T-Bell runs. So there okay. you go. Okay. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, moving along. <laughs> now we're going to start our uh, our coverage of the NFL playoffs, right? Mike, do we have any music uh, music beds selected for this? No, we said we're we not going to. We said gonna. no music That's for this. That's all right. We're actively working through our production meeting. That's fine. All right. Uh, first <laughs> things first, Frankie, let's start off with the first game of the weekend. I have the Vikings traveling to the San, or the Santa Clara 49ers, as I'm referring to them from now. Yeah, wasn't this game described as the Spider-Man meme? Where yes. the two Spider-Men are pointing at each other? That's correct. The Spider-Man oh. meme. Accurate. Yeah. I, ah. The only reason I say that is because you have two teams that have decent defenses, weapons on the outside, they have a run game. The question comes down to consistent quarterback play. And if I gave you Jimmy G or Kirk Cousins, I feel like de facto answer is going to be you're going to take Jimmy G, even though he's just kind of like a grown-up Kirk Cousins, if you will. Very, very, well, they're very comparable. Very comparable. I would say, as long as we're talking Spider-Man game, guys, in addition to what Jeff said, you've got the fact that these two teams run the same offense. You've got Mike Shanahan running his father's offense. Uh, his, Kyle Shanahan, excuse me, running his pop's offense, Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan uh, trained the Vikings offensive coordinator, Gary Kubiak. Mm. Uh, they run the exact same offense. So we're looking at, at zone running. Kubiak, boot, the coach in Denver. 
Yes, he was a former Denver coach. This is the offense of Denver. Denver Broncos ran for the two, two Super Bowl winners. Okay. Uh, so that definitely uh, mirror images. I think this is going to be a tough game for the 49ers, as well as it should be. It's the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But uh, after, after the Vikings' performance last week against the Saints, they're, they're, I, the Niners need to be studying that film pretty hard. I expect the Niners to go in there and shit pump the Vikings, you know, out of mm-hmm. everything. But if the Vikings are going to make this work, it's going to be a hashtag Kirk Yulian effort. I'm championing that right <laughs> Whoa. now. Well, yeah, I'm with you on that. You're going to need a Kirk Yulian effort from Kirk Cousins. If you Dalvin want, Cook hasn't hit 100 yards in the second half of the season. Hmm. And even though he scored two TDs against New Orleans, he didn't even hit four yards of carry. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a big day from Kirk Cousins if they're going to win. I think it's wide open for the Niners, the entire NFC. I think, I think it's the Niners to lose now. Saints were the biggest challenge. I mean, Seattle's scrappy, and they may have a shot, but too injured. It's they're so yeah. beat up. I even forgot like Disley was on the team, and he was balling out early. And now he, at first, like, oh yeah, they don't even have him anymore. I mean, DK Metcalf can do his thing. It hasn't but. been the same since he changed the color of his binky mouthpiece. When it was baby blue and pink, he was balling out, and then he changed <laughs> it to the team colors, and now it just hasn't been the same. I think up. the Niners are definitely in the driver's seat, and even more so now with the uh, Saints losing. I agree, and it's something this reminded me, guys, of when the Warriors first made the playoffs with Steve Kerr. And let me take you back in time a little bit. Uh, and they were the first overall seed. And as a Warriors fan, I was like, I really have no business feeling this way. But since they're the, the, the number one seed, I'm going to feel this way. They should win it all. I think that's at this point, the Niners aficionados, fans, followers should feel that way. I, I don't think they're going to win at all. I think I think the ticket to the Super Bowl is wide open. I think mm-hmm. the AFC what? is going to come what? out on top. I, I mean, to be completely honest, I think it's going to come down to probably San Francisco and Seattle. I think Seattle can probably beat. Well, that's hinting at the next game we're going to cover. But, DeWald, what do you think that's is okay. going to happen in Santa Clara? Uh, I don't see the Vikings as much of a problem. This is going to be a different 49ers team. They're getting Quan Alexander back. They have Tart back. It, it's not the team that played Seattle to end, end the season. I think Kyle Shanahan's more creative. In Even though they run the same offense, I think he'll bring out uh, yeah. a whole new bag of tricks and uh, – yeah, I, I see the 49ers rolling. Yeah, is Diggs going to get all upset and throw another tantrum? Well, Kirk Thiel- Cousins does not need that. Thielen, Thielen's <laughs> hurt, so he's already tweaked his ankle. So, and then Dalvin Cook, I'm not sure what's up with that shoulder. So there's just a lot of que- there's a lot of question marks here on the on the Vikings. Where I'm just looking at the Niners, like if you guys don't pull this out, that's sorry. You know, I mean, you guys were the number one team in the NFC. You should be able to handle this. This is a, theoretically the worst playoff team out there. If you would say, you know, if you look at it just from the uh, from the, the NFC. Well, yeah, from or the NFC. From the NFC point of view. Because I would argue, got a strong squad, man. I mean, that, that was but really they're the six seeds, so by de facto, sure. that would indicate that they are one of the worst playoff teams. You're so just waiting no for the Niners to lose. A little bit. There is a little bit there. I do have <laughs> yes. the fi- I do yes. have the Elmo Fire uh, gif in, in saved in my drafts. I have a couple other ones, a choice draft. Uh, oh, saved. let me let me ask you what. It- what would you call this season for the Niners? When would you call it a successful season? When would I call it a successful season? Well, objectively, I say when they win the Super Bowl because uh, you're playing in a league where, or you're playing a game, and this matters for all all professional sports leagues, where it's winner take all, right? There is no medal stand. You don't get points for finishing in second place, right? Uh, it's not the Olympics. So for me, a success would be winning a Super Bowl. Now, I realize that's a little ridiculous given that it's very black and white, but I look at there were moral victories in the Steelers season, for example, but they didn't. But no, no, I'm, I'm saying this to be real, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. They didn't even make the playoffs. So the season is an utter failure, but there's there's bright spots. Right. So I look at it from the Niners standpoint is if you're the number one team in the NFC and everybody's got you to book your ticket to where they play Miami to play mm-hmm. the Ravens. If neither the Ravens nor the Niners get to the Super Bowl, then that we could say is a disappointment because of how good they were. Well, good air quotes will say all year long. 
Uh, yeah, I hear you. What, what do you think about that, Frank? I think I we mean, were t- yeah. I give him that as benefit of the doubt. It's the first year of Shanahan and uh, Jimmy G. If they make Final Four, if they make the conference championship, uh, I think that's a successful season because they've they've so much more ahead of them. I wouldn't. Yeah. I think like you look at the Saints and Drew Brees, that was a failure of a season for sure. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. But even if the Saints, yeah. I mean, even if the Niners go one and done, I would still think it would be okay because there's so much uh, road ahead of them to where I'm not hanging on a Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. Um, I kind of I feel those sentiments, and I'm just going to kind of segment it out a little bit and say, as as a fan, a successful season is a Super Bowl win. Yes, and as objectively speaking, I think yeah, you get into the Final Four, like Frank was talking about. You got to be thankful for that season and consider it a success. If they lose this first game, however, boy, that puts a real uh, dark mark on the season. Yeah, well, it would. there's I mean, a sliding scale of failure, though. Also, another team though, Green Bay. Like I would call that a failure of a season because they went into this year, yep. they actually made moves in free agency. Aaron Rodgers is running out of time. That any non Super Bowl, even a Super Bowl appearance, would be a failure of a season because they uh, have his turn. When Jimmy G, he's his first year as a starter who played 16 games. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay the with the windows him. is closing yeah. though, and yeah. this is what I'm saying is with the sliding scale of failure, right? Like guys can get re- guys can get rewarded for failing. It just matters. It, it matters. Do you fail by a lot or do you fail by a little? Obviously, if you're going to be drafting high, you failed by a lot. If you're drafting later, you know, or you make the playoffs, you only failed by a little bit. You could still get rewarded for failing. But ultimately, the way I look at it is, if it's not a championship, it's not a complete success, right? Like again, there's little things that you can take away. But I mean, because I've never once taken a look at a team and just been like, "Damn, we got to the semifinals! What a great year!" No, you always look at it and you're like, "We were so close!" Like there's always going to be that bitter taste in your mouth. So this is the Steelers fan personified right here. Let's let's talk about those <laughs> failures a little bit. What are you talking about? You like. Breezes. Oh. Drew Brees. Oh. Well, I mean. Three brutal playoff losses in a row. Dude, he can't play defense, too. What do you want him to do? Go and catch the ball while he's throwing it? I mean, what can what is he supposed to do, all right? At some point, I feel like Sean, pa- Sean Payton's got a little too cute, and he's also bringing Taysom Hill out there oh, too there much. How is he supposed to keep? He could probably play defense, how's too. He, well, he probably could, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, how are you? how is your quarterback supposed to maintain rhythm? And not to mention, I mean, he's got real nice weapons when I say Jared Cook, uh, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, but that's it. That's all he's throwing to. It's everybody else. Just that gets, the greatest receiver in football. Well, I mean, you could argue one <laughs> yeah, of the greatest. Yeah, an all-pro running back in previous years. You could well, okay, but I'm telling you right now, like he needs. There needs to be one other person there, and that defense is just not. The secondary is god awful. It's just abysmal. The front, I like. All-pro like, corner. No, Marshall everybody. Lattimore. It's abysmal overall. When you take a look at it, well, then why did they get 23 points hung up on them? On or in, they got they got Cameron on the line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their line is good. With Dennis Allen's fault, former Raiders ahead. But who else? What else do they have in the secondary besides the one All Pro corner? I didn't know that that's going to make up for everything. Okay, now we started with the breeze, and and I want to. I'm just saying he can't shoulder all the blame. I am going to throw their coach, who was one of my hottest coaches. I don't like doing this. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's true. (laughs) You know, I mean, I I like the guy. Like, you know what I mean? Quotation marks. Anyways, uh, you cannot. I don't care who you have as backup quarterback. You cannot take Drew Brees. One of the best, maybe the best quarterback to ever play, at least in the modern era, whatever you, however you want to quantify it. One of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. I don't care who you got to back up, what he can do, how many things he can do. If he can do every single thing on the field, I don't care. You do not take Drew Brees out of the game. Mm. And I think that's completely hindsight speaking. I admit that. But watching the game, I think that Brees fell out of rhythm. Taysom Hill did something. Right. Like every he time he touched thing. the ball, he was doing something. Yeah, well, I Drew think, Brees wasn't. Like, I Drew think, Brees was messing up out there. Sure, and that's exactly how it happened. But me looking, me watching the game, I'm looking at Drew Brees losing steam. I'm, lo- I'm looking at, at Drew Brees losing rhythm. 
Uh, and I'm also looking at, at what Drewbies has done. And I'm also looking at the fact that it didn't work out. And that's why I'm saying that it's 2020. Uh, and, I, and I think that as a philosophy, as no matter how good something looks, philosoph- philosophically speaking, you do not take that guy out of the ballgame. I just think they got too cute with the offense. They got too gimmicky, and you're not allowing your, your all-pro uh, future Hall of Fame quarterback to get in the necessary rhythm. Now, that granted, there were mistakes made there, but you're also asking Drew Brees to sit back there behind a terrible offensive line while you're waiting for those three targets that he has to get open and do something. It's like they don't do a really good job of establishing the run, and you're asking you're just asking Drew Brees to do too much at, a, at, at, at some point. And it's like, I understand that I'm going to build him up as the you know this football messiah, True breezes Christ, but like, you know, at some point you got to have some help there. You know, there's assistance. There's assistance required. Would we have blamed Kirk Cousins if they lost? I, well, it depends on how bad he would have played. He we'll played well. The same game. He would have we'll played the same game. No, I would not have blamed Kirk Cousins. Twenty overtime. I would have blamed. I would have blamed the defense for not coming up strong. When you're the strongest asset on that team, I would have blamed the defense for not being able to to try and mitigate what what Kirk Cousins was doing. Because what I, I saw, blamed, I would have blamed Cousins. What I saw was <laughs> you got Drew Brees not playing well. He lost to Kirk Cousins, who has no playoff wins, always chokes under pressure. By the numbers, New Orleans has five guys on the All-Pro team, four first-team All-Pros. I don't want to hear that they have a bad roster. You got one of the great coaches, or at least everyone tells me he's one of the great coaches. Onside kick and all, okay. It's a choke job, 100%. And so I hold that loss on Breeze, who's now 8-8 in the playoffs. Mm, I wouldn't hold it on Breeze. I'd hold it on the coaching staff more so than anything. DeWald, what do you have to say? Do you think the teammates like the novelty thing? Or they are just like, oh god, this again. What, I mean, I, the, I'm sure they the, like when, oh, with, when it um, works out. With the trick plays, yeah, or the the t- switching out quarterbacks. It's got to be 100 percent based on results. It's results based, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's spark plug. You yeah, know, if they get really pumped. Um, I mean, this is not you know, this is not Texas A&M. Is is my main point. I mean, you got it's the NFL. <laughs> you know, and you've got you've got and I, I, Breeze's record eight and eight, not that great. Uh, but there's something I would rather see. As if I was a Saints fan, I would rather see. If you're going to lose anyway, let me lose with Drew Brees. I mean, every play he should be in next time, if there is a next time, and that makes it even more serious. Hoo-ah! Next game, Frank, what are we covering? Well, Probably should keep, go in order, right? The let's let's um, Titans, okay. Titans-Ravens. Titans-Ravens is going to be the Saturday night game. The most boring game of the weekend, I'm calling it right Baltimore's now. Baltimore's favored by 10 already. Uh, oh, boy. Big whoop. I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we're going to be at our employee. We're going to be in our employee party anyway, so, so, so. Well, you won't be there because you're too. Cool. I'm going I'm to bring the laptop. I'm going to bring two. So oh, here's, so here's the thing. So um, division round playoffs is usually the weakest weekend of football playoffs. Uh, conference championships are always pretty intense. We've had a lot of great Super Bowls recently, and wildcard weekend is always full of crazy upsets. This is where pretenders separate themselves from contenders. Tennessee, hey, great job! You beat New England. Awesome win. I don't see anything against Baltimore. I mean, they're 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 too they're too ready. It's going to be a game where both teams are going to try and establish the run and rely on a good defense to mitigate the other one. And so you're going to see. I think this could be a, a football game that is over in literally two hours. Ooh. I could also, see, I could see it be like they'll they'll get to halftime at CBS and they'll just be like, oh bleep, we have to extend <laughs> this out. We have to find some way to try and extend this broadcast. We have too many commercials we haven't hit yet. Yeah, and then Derrick Henry had. 36 touches last week. He's going to be tired. That is the main. He's going to be fatigued. Yeah, that, there, uh, that is a big thing to watch is, is how much does he have? Because I think if he does have a lot in the tank like he did last week because he got some rest the weeks prior, that could lend to a closer game. That guy's a beast. We've seen it the last week especially. 
Yeah, we'll see how much he has. If he's got enough, I think I think the Titans can make this close if they have a uh, fully powered Derrick Henry. DeWald, gun to your head, who are you picking to win this game, <laughs> Titans or Ravens? Whoa, what? Do you need whoa, a gun whoa, to your head? Whoa. I, I'm actually <laughs> excited for this game. I think this is okay. going to be a lot better than people think. Oh, really? Tennessee, the last five weeks of the season, just found something. And that doesn't mean they're a great team. It just means they're the team that's sort of hitting all cylinders at the right time. Uh, you know, Tannehill's not a great quarterback, but he's he was making plays. A.J. Brown's a crazy weapon when when he can find him. And Derrick Henry is – everyone knows Derrick Henry. I mean, what he can do. Uh, I, I don't think it's uh, – I, I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring shootout. And, really? Uh, yeah. Bear in mind, Tennessee scored 14 against New England. What? Huh? <sighs> I'm going to stick with it. I'm right, going with right. it. Gun to my head, I'm still going with it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think Baltimore still pulls it out, but I think it's a lot closer game than people expect right. it to be. All right. Interesting. It'll I like that. Okay. There's, a, there's another 10-point spread. It's Chiefs favored by over Houston. They're also favored by 10. Oh, we're already on to the next game. We're already done with. We're already done with Baltimore, te- Tennessee. That's going to be such an exciting and such a riveting game that we're just okay. Thank you very much. I expect that. Yeah. When does that game kick off? Five fifteen, five thirty local time. Uh, that's going to be. Uh, isn't that that game uh, will be over by seven fifteen? That's my hot take right there. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold sets up. I would. I'm curious. My my only note in this game is I'm curious what Tannehill is going to do. Is he a real quarterback in this NFL, or is he going to continue down this path where he's kind of like in the gray area between a backup and a starter, or is he going to solidify himself in the National Football League as a guy you can put money behind? I'm looking at that. Well, he's going to get money no matter no matter what. What do, baby? He beat Tom Brady. He's going to get paid unless he flops in this game and looks as bad as he has. Maybe mm-hmm. not. All right. Uh, next game. What's the next game we're covering? Oh, let's, let's stick with the big spreads. Let's do Chiefs over Houston. Chiefs, Texans. All right, there is not a game. Well, no, I take that back. We just covered. This is the second most boring game for me this weekend because I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. Bill O'Brien's going to get outcoached left and right, upside down, backwards, all the way around, get tossed up on his ass because Andy Reid's just a better coach, all right? And I'm forgetting the OC's name. I've heard it a couple times. The uh, Bienemy, yeah, so, Eric, Eric Bienemy, yeah. former running back for the Colorado Buffalo. It sounds like a uh, rapper turned <laughs> turned court. You know, no doubt. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I just expect them to run circles around the Texans. They're a little beat up. I mean, the Texans are honestly one play away from from not even being here. If if Deshaun Watson doesn't get cracked by that second Bills player. Um, because the Bills were just living in the backfield all day, putting the pressure on Deshaun Watson. And I expect more of the same to be done uh, by the Chiefs. Their secondary is a little bit better. It's kind of stepped up here. And, you know, I just think that the Chiefs are a better overall team while they're still playing the Michael Jordan basketball. How much help is he going to have? Again, how much help will Deshaun Watson are have out there? Are the Chicago Bear memes going to save this game for you? <laughs> Chicago Bear memes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be all the memes. Hey, this is two quarterbacks we could have drafted oh playing against each other. That real, there will be – there's going to be no more – I think the Trubisky mentions are going to be off the hook. He's when going it comes to be trending to on Twitter more yeah, than the other guys. He will be during this game. You look at Mitch Trubisky; will be trending on the Twitter machine. Um, yeah, poor, I poor mean, Mitch. I, I think I think uh, Deshaun Watson plays him close, but what, what's Andy Reid off a of bye? Like almost unbeatable. Yeah, the Raiders just in the front of that. Almost, almost. Yeah, this game. I, I, I like the Chiefs as well. That for mostly because uh, the. Texans are a dome team. They're going to be out in the elements, and and because of Patrick Mahomes, and I think that's really all the Chiefs are going to need. Yeah, give Andy Reid two weeks and a Big Mac, and he'll beat you. (laughs) (laughs) The Chiefs have been looking very strong as of late. They've been getting stronger. I feel that's another thing. Uh, Like the Chiefs in this game, I think they're going to be relatively easily 
uh, easy win for them. What do you think, Dwald? I feel about this game the way you guys feel about the Tennessee game. I, okay. I think the Chiefs steamroll them. It's no. not even going to be close. It, it, the Texans last week, I've never seen a playoff team want to win a game less. Like, oh, God. They, they may as well have just declared a tie in that yeah. game and the, just sent them both. Uh, went, the went the fumble off that second half kickoff. They tried. Was, oh yeah. my God. That was ridiculous. Accurate burn. And that really <laughs> killed my bet, too. Ruined, <laughs> ruined my parlay. I was not about that it, at all. It, the, the Texans are going nowhere. It, not even close. Yeah. I, uh, I I really it, I feel bad for the Chiefs though because this is like the one year where the Ravens just took off and they're just at looking absolutely amazing and it's the and it's also just happens to be the one year where the Patriots are completely out of the picture. It's the Chiefs. It, it's look if you're a Chiefs fan, you're like this is the year of all years, and then all of a sudden the Ravens pop up and you're just like. WTF, mate? Like what? We're supposed. This is supposed <laughs> I, to be ours. I wouldn't ride the Baltimore as an automatic sure thing for the Super Bowl. Really? Mm-mm. I agree. Mm. I, I would not ride that all, all the way. I think Baltimore, Kansas City is going to be real tight. I think Baltimore fans are looking at it like they're in the driver's seat, and you've got Kansas City Chiefs fans getting the all mad, thinking only to themselves. Team I see in the driver's seat is your favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers. No, mm, no, 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 no. I like no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, yeah, I just again, I feel bad for Chiefs fans because I know there's a bunch of them sitting over there just thinking to themselves. Yeah, it's to- my turn. It is. You told me it was my turn. And, and then, and then the, the, the and then Ravens. Lamar are, came out yeah, and then Lamar just comes up and he goes, "Up, oh, gonna sit this one out." Just kidding. Actually, Lamar's sitting back there. <laughs> uh, you thought? Okay, next game. What is the last game of the weekend? This one I'm excited for. Yeah. Green Bay, Seattle. Mm, okay. It's gonna be bonkers. We'll start us off then, Frankie. What's what it's are we gonna be about weird. It? It's going to be ugly. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is going to have a bad game. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's going to have bad stats, but he's going to have some amazing throws. I really want to pick Seattle. I really want to pick Seattle. And I think I will, just for the upset. I really Ooh. don't trust Green Bay. I think Green Bay is kind of lackadaisical. Um, I, I don't like them. I mean... Just some of the games to the just second half like of the regular season, they've fallen apart. Seattle's so tough. I mean, they had 17 carries for 19 yards. But just don't like them. That's that's harsh. I just I don't like I don't like how they play right now. <laughs> nice generalization, Mike. What do you think is going to happen in this game? I, I agree, it's going to be a weird one. I think the first half, it, it's going to be one of those games where it's like three nothing at halftime. <laughs> it's just just really ugly, really just I bet back and be a forth. Safety. A barn burner. Right, it'd be Ooh, two nothing at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then in the in the second half, uh, it's going to pick up. Uh, not super high scoring, but I think a lot of uh, you know back and forth game, and it'll be really tight. And I I'm gonna agree with you also that I think the Seahawks pull it off just because that's what they do. I don't it doesn't make sense, but bear in mind my bias. Uh, my Super Bowl pick before the season started was Seattle versus Indy, so I still have one dog in the race. <laughs> <laughs> one dog, one dog. I got I gotta own it. That's what I picked. Luke, what's gonna happen in this game? I'm going to go the other way, guys. I like the Packers in this in this game. Mm-hmm. I like the home field advantage for the Packers. I like Aaron Rodgers coming on strong as of late. I definitely know that late in the season anyway. I know that because he was on my fantasy team. I also think there's a little bit of distraction on the side of the Seahawks with Marshawn Lynch coming in and uh, that whole different aspect that w- with them. Uh, and you throw in that really weird, you know, for, as, as an example, that really weird uh, penalty they had a couple weeks ago against the 49ers when they had a first and goal at the one, and then they, they that's a really inexplicable penalty. And I actually picked the Seahawks to lose in Philadelphia because I just really feel like there's something off about that team now. What? Huh? <laughs> that it was 
If they, hey, if they had, had their the, uh, the Eagles had their quarterback, they could have pulled that that oh, off. Please get out of here. If ands and buts and what's and maybes, okay, get out of here. Well, we've I waited still, four years for once in the playoffs, and we've gotten four passes. Yeah. Well, I still think there's a lot of, a lot of uh, confusion in the own uh, in the Seahawks' own locker room and own head. And who are they? What are they doing? What's their future? And I think it's going to catch up with them. You want to talk about confusion. All right, so on Saturday, we have the Spider-Man meme game. This might be Sunday's Spider-Man meme game, right? Because these are two quarterbacks that are just used to, yeah, we play on good teams, but I'm really used to my coaches putting me in a hole that I have to dig myself out of. So I think you know, this will be one of those things where, yeah, I agree. It'll be a closely contested match just because nobody's going to want to win this game for the first three and a half quarters. And then you'll see some Herculean uh, not Herculean, regular, just good old fashioned Herculean <laughs> efforts from quarter from the quarterbacks out here on the uh, on the on the field. I also want to say <laughs> that I think this is going to be the worst visual presentation of a game. There's just oh, yeah. something about how on Fox it's going to be on Fox. You're going to see the way that the field just sits. Lambo, for as majestic as it looks in in the snow, that's all just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's all CGI. Um, not CGI, no. Um, like you know, like uh, when something's uh, it's like tradition or something like that. When it's a, uh, it's been around. It's. Uh, oh, it's. I'm, uh, I'm blanking on the word that I'm thinking. Of. You know, I'm I'm an idiot. So. Sentimental. Tradition. It's all. It's just sentimental, uh, right? It doesn't look good on the TV. You have a very ugly. It's when it's snowing. You got the ugly shade of green that mixes for, in with the, with the shade of with the shade of green on the field, and then you're gonna have the Seahawks out there in their pseudo navy blue, silver, gray jerseys. I'm just saying Cliché. optically. Optically on the you know, TV. No, I think they're going to bust out the neon green. No, just for no, you. no. Just this, for is, you. this is going to be the ugliest looking, just I would say visually uh, unattractive, aesthetically not pleasing to the eye, right? Because you look at all the other teams that are performing this weekend. You've got the Titans with the nice baby blues and the Navy mixing with uh, with the uh, the pan- or the Ravens black and purple. You've got the Texans going out there and they're facing the Chiefs, a nice blue and red contrasting colors. I just think that this is so similar in the color scheme that it's just going to just kind of sit there on the TV screen. And it's going to be an ugly game visually and the way it's played for the first three quarters. So because of that, yes. the league is going to make sure none of those teams advance. <laughs> Niners go to the Super Bowl. No. Just like what he wants. No. No. Be a happy, be a happy Jeff around the office. I'm just saying, you can't, no, you can't have, well, it, it won't be snowing in Miami, so hopefully it'll look a lot better on the TV. But I'm just saying, it's just, it's be be one of those things where you look at it, you look at it and compare it with the other games that are going to be broadcast this weekend, and it's not just going to pop off the TV the same way that the other games will. Is what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at. Mike, you're looking at me funny. What do you guys say? <laughs> this is total sidebar. Uh, do you remember when they did the color rush thing? Yeah, and uh, they had the issue where they had people that were colorblind that were watching the games that couldn't differentiate between the two teams. Oh, no. they, the jerseys looked exactly the same. That's bad. We're laughing at color. Like, <laughs> what kind of world have we made? At your physical mutation. <laughs> you can't see the colors out there. Good luck. Uh, well, the, the thing, that's the thing. Was with the white, it's going to help them. They'll be able to kind of distinguish it a little bit better. And then maybe you'll get that fox where they superimpose the uh, the field on there with the gray hash marks that people get oh, so up in arms mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an awkward I'm one, I'm one of those people. Sorry. Presented. We can talk about this. You hate instant replay too, and all of that stuff. Yeah, we can talk about that anytime you guys. All right, so that covers (laughs) the uh, divisional round. Now it is time to switch gears. All right, welcome guys. We have a game for the NBA All Star. Mike's laughing like I'm telling him how to do his job. I'm sorry. I know you're. (laughs) The second round of votes have just come out, and so I'm going to explain you guys the rules of this game. There are 40 total players released that have received enough votes to qualify. 20 in the East, 20 in the West. You guys are going to take turns naming players on this 40-man roster. 
and you will receive points for each player. Frank's keep a track of points. The points are going to correlate with their ranking on the list. So if you name the top dog in votes, you get one point. But if you name one of the guys on the bottom, guys who rank 18th and 19th in the East, you get 18 slash 19 points. So you're a big math guy? I'm a big math guy. And we're going to give love to the little guys who probably won't make the All-Star game. Those are going to be the guys that are going to win you this game. Does each team have a representative? No, I have okay. the. I'll show you the teams afterwards who okay. didn't have reps because I thought that's funny. All right, let's start this off. <laughs> let's start this off real, real nice and smooth. Dewald, oh, oh. Or, or we go, Luke. I'm going clockwise this way. All Luke, right, start us off. All right, I who think you I, got? I got one for you. Uh, give me some Ben Simmons, 76ers. Ben Simmons, that's 14 points. Yeah, congratulations. Holla, holla, if you hear me. He ranks 14th in the East. He's made two three-pointers. I think you just put him in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> yes. Woody, you're up. Oh, wow. For the West? I'm no, gonna... no, it just doesn't matter. Oh, you I'm just going to take a guess right now. For the West, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Bat. Towns. That's worth 11 points. I'll take it. Solid. Um, Solid. He'll probably make the All-Star team. DeWalt's Googling. I can tell he's Googling already. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll make the All-Star team just Hoo-ha. because of the uh, players and coaches because he shoots like eight threes a game. Okay. Um, he's, ha- he's having a great year. Go ahead. You're up. Let's go with Luka Donich. Okay. Congratulations, you won yourself two points. Hey! You want to repeat that last name real quick? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, he just got passed by LeBron for votes. Mm. So you got two points instead of one. Luke, you're up. Yes, this is a fun game. Okay. I'm going to go with Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Drummond? Yeah. Is he even on there? 20 points. No. Wow. He is wow. the last vote getter I'm liking, in the East. I'm liking this game. Now, uh, Andre Drummond, That's I've always dope. been a fan of that guy. Luke, he, I think I think Luke just won. He is uh, It's going to take a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's he's his he keeps improving. I'm really impressed with he that guy. He just put up 28-23 against the Cavs in a loss. He's incredible. Cuz Tristan scored 35. He leads the league in rebounds by a lot. Give him some love, Andre Drummond. Woody, you're up. Pascal Siakam. Ah. It's a good one. Killing me. You earned yourself three points. Yeah, he, he's, Congratulations. He, got, he got more votes, votes than I, I thought. He's well on his way to an all-NBA team. He has missed the last month of basketball, but Toronto still loves him. What it do, baby? DeWald. We're going to go P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. What? Not on the list. Zero points. Good try, though. I'm going to win this game. <laughs> Good try. Luke, you're back up. All right, so. With a commanding lead. You know, I feel like I can have a little, a little fun with this one, perhaps, and just kind of shout out a name that, I was really kind of surprised when I saw all the stats, all, all he's doing this year on a bad team. That's Trey Young, guard from the Hawks, Atlanta what? Hawks. Huh. You earned yourself five points. Yeah, he, he's I'm like I'm like, wow. He you know, yeah. Very he's impressed. in top five in scoring and top five in assists. I don't know if a sophomore's ever done that, and I think Luka Doncic is right there with him, so they're yes. off they're off to a hot start. Yeah. Even though they only have like eight wins. <laughs> all right. Woody, you're up. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Oh, I like not him. on the list. Really? He should be on the list. Not on the list. Missed I hate some this time game. Earlier in the year, this game is under protest. Yeah, no, <laughs> not on the list. Um, Dewald, you're up. Let's go, Kyle Lowry. Oh, big for you. You're at 11 points. Solid. Hey. Solid. You just pulled up to one point behind Woody. <laughs> Very close. Well, the game's under um, protest. Kyle, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Kyle Lowry's having a nice year. Um, even though he's only shooting 40. percent All right, you are up, Luke. Okay, let's see. So many incredible players to choose from. How about some, okay, either, okay, Devin Booker. Let me go with Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Book it. He is just killing you guys. That's 18 points. Book it. <laughs> this game is um, over. This is, game is over. He's really good. 
No one gives him any love, though. Dude, the guy's a baller. But uh, he's really good. He was on well on his way to a 50-40-90, I think, his three-point drop, yeah. though. Uh, he is a really good player. Quick note, I saw him play live uh, at Oracle last season. Him and Clay Thompson had an incredible battle. Very impressive show. I, I got all my money's worth on, on that day. It was great. You guys are battling not to lose. Woody, what you got? Oh, man. All right. Uh, trying to think. Let's go. Lou Williams. Not on the list. Sweet oh, Lou. Oops, my bad. My bad. Wrong. Wrong button. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, not on the list. Um, get out of here. All right. DeWald. Take the lead. Drew Holiday. Drew. Not on the list. Wow. But I do like him. Free Drew. Get him out of New Orleans. He should be there. Luke, you're up. Man, you guys really? I mean, come on. I mean, you can leave me all the good players. You have the roster up in front of you. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> I, I'm I, doing I, this from memory. I hope not. Yeah. At the suggestion of one Mr. Jeff Woodworth, where's your laptop, guys? Here That's we go. That's true. <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell, Frank Survey says. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got 15 points. Yeah, oh, thank wow. you very much. You got 15 nice, <laughs> nice job. Turn your laptop off now. You don't need it now. Yeah, uh, turn it off. Well, I, this, I, I take this everywhere. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one step away from getting the Google Glass. Really, I'm really interested, though, who's going to finish last. That's that's important. Kevin right now, Love. you are up Kevin 14. Love. Give me Kevin Love. Survey I'm says, not going to give you Kevin Love. Let me see There's Kevin Love. He's on not there. on there. Not there. Uh, <laughs> I'm not giving you Kevin Love. He's throwing tantrums. All right, Dewald, let's go. Speed for the round. Love of God. Get some points. Luke's, Luke's out of this. All right, we're just going speed round with this right now. Luke, congratulations on winning. All Thank right. You. Thank what you. What it do, baby? Undefeated, never lost. All right, I want I want first to thirty out of you guys. Oh just, my goodness. Let's go. Just get some points. Jeez, Anthony Davis. There we go. Yeah, wow. three points. Oh, congratulations, dude. <laughs> He's really good. Are so. there are there injured players still on this list as well? Yes. Okay, let's oh. go. Kyrie Irving. Congratulations, you earned six points. Look at that. Look at The league loves him too much. Go ahead. Devin Booker. Uh, he's already taken. Already taken. I can't keep track. What a you're up. Good job on listening. Uh, expert listener there, Mr. Producer. Fantastic. You're up. All right. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. Not oh, on the list. Not, not he's spending 25 the games and he started man, slumping with All right, go he's, ahead. He's I'm ball, just taking though. easy points here. James Harden. Wow. He, he, five yeah. points? Yeah, get, Two. Get Russell, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, nine points. Just well, down let's go. He's one away. You need nine points Let's make it tough for him. Let's make it tough for Frankie. Come on. I just want to scream Baron Davis. Kemba Walker. <laughs> Baron Davis. Kemba Walker. He's Seven points. Yeah, he's, oh! he's on there. You're at 28. Damn. You All right, need one I, more I point. Need one more point. Do I get a turn now? No, you're or? out. We I already distinguished feel... that you won. This became a race to 30 for second place. Get out of here. Man. Oh, no. I don't know who to pick. <laughs> uh, you want to borrow the laptop? Hold on, no. I'm trying to think of another team. <laughs> Give me somebody. Maybe I only need two points. I only need, need one two, point. I only need one point. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Oh, that's eight points. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> Second doubled. Undefeated. Never lost. Oh, what's it like to be the cellar dweller? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, um, yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, NBA All Star right. game. The guys, the guys, the guys learn, off, they learn how to play. Rattle little, off the rest <laughs> of the names that we did not mention. Little, little bum. So obviously you have LeBron and Antetokounmpo. Um, Embiid is second in the East. You got Jimmy Butler. Oh, Jimmy Buckets. How could I? How could I forget? From uh, my Miami Heat. You you pick Kemba Walker. That's one of five Celtics. You also have Jason Tatum, uh, Brown, Taco Fall. What? What? Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, and, then, and then you have what? Gordon Hayward. 
Also, for the record, what I have in front of me is a list of uh, of scoring leaders in the NBA. Oh, okay. Just throw that so out I was there. cheating. That's cheating. That's like so saying I didn't I didn't use I didn't inject myself <laughs> with PEDs. I just used the cream. I want to let you guys know exactly. I'm put how an asterisk next to Luke's win then. I uh-huh. had <laughs> I had the leaders page up, but it was defensive rebounds, which uh, I think was where my oddball choice man. came from. That's uh, a giant metric though when deciding who's going to make it to the All Star team. Derek Rose know. is in the top ten <laughs> in Eastern All Star votes. He is playing bananas. His stats are better than his MVP season. He is playing. Bananas for a guy on the bench. Let's take it easy. He's averaging 16 points. Uh, He's Zach averaging Levine. more points than that. He's not? Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. His per 36, that was great. Okay. Uh, Zach Levine is 10th. Then you have Bradley Beal way down at 15th. He's having a year. Fred Van Vliet, Bam Adebayo, mm. and then you have Sabonis oh. for Indiana. Wow. So Indiana, three and a half games behind Boston, has one player compared to Boston's five. Oladipo on that list, or did I pay attention to it? He hasn't attention. played this year. Oh. Comes back January 29th. You could still put him on the list. Come on. Uh, yeah, I got um, some bad info. Yeah, Derek, 17.8, So for the West, you got LeBron, Oops. you got Kawhi, you got Paul George, you got Damian Lillard, you got Jokic at 10th, you got Porzingis at 12th. He's struggling. A great pick at 13. Alex Caruso. Mello Bald at fourteenth. Wow. Brandon Ingram at sixteenth. Dwight Howard at seventeenth. What it do, baby? Averaging seven and seven. Oh, that's tough. D'Angelo Russell, little Warriors love hey. for you guys. And the de facto rookie of the year, Ja Morant. You know, I was thinking about picking him, but I wasn't sure. So, but thank you, Frank, for that. It was enriching. Now I know that we get to do that again. We get to do that. <laughs> I think next time we go, we go just 10. 20, that's a lot of names, man. That was a, that's like and shooting you, fish in a barrel, and I was missing. You were missing. <laughs> um, for teams that have no love, Orlando, Charlotte, Cleveland, and the Knicks in the East. OKC, despite being seventh in the West, has no All-Stars. San Antonio, Sacramento, neither have All-Stars. I think the biggest snub being Chris Paul. Mm, now, now yes. they, those teams could have All-Stars when the coaches – when, when this possibly right i think it's like half determined by sure. fan vote so it's but it is tough. i'm telling you there's the, a chance the fans putting alex caruso in there is, a, is an object to the fan vote he ain't gonna make it come on now i mean let's just be I honest mean, here you want to chris talk Paul about make stud. it chris Paul doesn't have the numbers but he's doing some miraculous stuff in okc <laughs> All right, fellas, it's time for another rendition of movie reviews thus far. Now, I got to say, the object behind this segment was, you know, I put on a movie, I fall asleep to it, and I just give you a movie review for how, how far I got through it, and I tell you if it's, if it's a stud or if it's a dud. Now, if you remember, uh, last movie was a, was a stud. That uh, I already forgot what it was called. It was that good. Hold the Dark. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, it was Hold okay. the Dark. There it was go. such a good movie that I recommend you watch this. This one, now I went a little off the wire here. I actually had taken a nap earlier in the day, so therefore de facto stayed up through this entire movie. It is First Kill, and it stars Bruce Willis and making almost like a return from the dead. Do you guys remember Anakin Skywalker from those from the three Star Wars movies that nobody wants to talk about? Of Hayden course. Christensen is the wow. lead in this one, right? Yeah, I looked at him. I was huh. like, you look familiar. And I was like, you're little Annie. Like, there you go. So his Return. career is now Netflix movies? I don't know what's going on. This isn't a Netflix movie. This might have been straight to DVD. Ooh. But, Ooh. yeah, so Wall Street broker Will Beeman, that's Hayden Christensen, has been struggling with being present with his wife, who, I'm going to be completely honest, I didn't like the job that she did as an actress, all right? She was, just like, so unconvincing. You could um, tell, this was a movie that was literally carried by Bruce Willis and Hayden Christensen. Do you want to put her on blast? No, I don't. Okay. Because she doesn't deserve it. All right, Megan Leonard, I'm sure you tried hella hard. Uh, shortly after hearing about her kid being bullied at school, or his kid being bullied at school, Will decides to take his family to his hometown 
to bond with his son. They go out on a hunting trip where they realize some stuff go down. No spoilers, somebody gets shot. And then another <laughs> person gets shot. No spoilers, then his son gets kidnapped. Whoa. And he has he goes on a he goes on a search for his son to get him back. It turns out that no spoilers, there was a bank robbery that went down and it's an inside job. So then he gets the help of Bruce Willis to go track down his son and it's weird because you end up cheering for this guy named Levi who actually kidnaps his who who kidnaps his son. And then he uses him as ransom to get the money back. But it's so weird that you end up cheering for him. Spoil- what? What? Wasn't this movie called Taken? No. This is uh, <laughs> this is called First Kill. So this is First Kill, the, take, right. <laughs> the Taken prelude. The pre- <laughs> to get took before Taken. That's what that is. So, well done. Well done. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I like it. Uh, the, the acting in it, very suspect. But the plot itself, very good. So definitely worth a shot. I was, a little confu- I was a little confused earlier when you described it as a bad Bruce Willis movie because I'm is. like, does this, does that exist? It's a terrible Bruce Willis. What are doing in my room? <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for crashing the party. Uh, have you ever seen a uh, Bruce Willis movie that you didn't like? Yeah. Which one? The uh, one of the diehards. Ah, that's fair. There's one that I <laughs> there's, there's there's a lot of them. several. Me. There's several. I only like the first diehard. I, I think the last one where he yeah Bruce Willis uh, his character actually. Uh, had shenanigans with his his grown son. That was probably the worst one, but I still liked it. I'm a big Bruce Willis guy. He's throwing it out there. Oh, he's put on the AC. It's going to get cold in here quick. <laughs> Cold-blooded reptilian over there. <laughs> yeah, so a uh, little uh, guest appearance by Steve Jackson. There. Steve Jackson, everybody. All right. Uh, yeah, so now I'm telling you, man, this first first kill, if you can get through shaky acting by everybody else, it's a decent movie. Like the writing in it and the plot line, very good. But the acting in it, Highly suspect. It concerns me. Uh, I'm going to say this movie is a dud, but I made it all the way through. I'd say where I initially Man. left off last week because we didn't. We obviously didn't record last week. I got about 20 minutes into it last week, and it would have definitely been a stud because the 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 no spoiler. I got cliff hung at the part where he shoots that where where some guy gets shot. So cliff hung. Yes. Okay. I'd say past. It's a new one on me too. Past uh, <laughs> Big J journalism word there I'm describing something that happened in the past. So I'm going to steal that. This is a, yeah, first kill, it's a dud, but if you have time on your hands, if you have two hours that you want to kill and you can appreciate a good storyline but somewhat unconvincing acting, uh, first kill is the movie for you. I'm going to go to a blockbuster and pick this up. <laughs> it's on It's on Netflix, so I don't know if it's still Oh, available. 2020, that's right. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, Sorry My big bad. dog. Yeah. Sorry about that. New Year's resolution just to remember the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess <laughs> put, that, uh, put that on there. All righty then. So that'll do it for us. If you guys have anything else to uh, you guys have anything else to add? No? I'm looking forward to a great weekend of football, you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see. We'll see. This episode was a little too sportsy for my taste. Hopefully, hopefully my picks are better. I went. I only got one right in the wild card. Yeah, my parlay last two, weekend two of mine lost in overtime. The smithereens. I just. I. I'm so my 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 gambling really needs a good weekend this weekend. All right. Yeah, I'm so. looking at the same. Also, check out my Windchimes podcast. Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna as we dismount. There's gonna be there's gonna be you know remember to keep an eye out for for Luke's a going deep a Raiders or a going deep a Raiders podcast for the new name new logo complete rebrand of Ooh. the podcast. Stay tuned. It's getting a facelift, boob job, butt job, everything. Mm-hmm. All right, a liposuction. You can look out for <laughs> Mike's podcast, Rock and Vino, where they talk about classical music like Wolfgang Mozart. No, I'm just kidding. Just uh, like that. <laughs> and then it's also about whiskey. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, rock and Vino. And then there's uh, my side project, also the cohort sports report, and then of course we can't forget about Frank's ongoing quest to pin down the perfect podcast. Did I say it was three and a half hours? Three and a half hours. I meant five and a half hours. Whoa! Hoo-ah. <laughs> Alrighty then. 
All right, guys. So that's a good episode. We'll be back on uh, next Friday. Yeah.